Welcome to the Intentional Randomness Podcast with your host, Omo Babala Adetiji, aka Bobby. On this show, we're intentional about everything. Hello everyone, this is Bobby on Intentional Randomness and on today's show I have with me some of my GIST partners. So these are people that I can spend hours with on phone normally. So today I've just brought them up. <laughs> I've just brought them into this podcast to 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 have this conversation today with me. So um, on today's show, <laughs> we are busting, we're busting some bubbles. No, let me say we're busting some myths. We are the myth busters. That's what you can call us today. Like they say in Nigeria, sometimes we're going to be shaking some tables. <laughs> and hopefully, after all is said and done, only the truth will remain on the table. So <laughs> welcome with me today on the show. Um, my brother. <laughs> so this is my younger brother. We've um, always been just partners and we get on each other's nerves sometimes. So we, you're welcome to the program. Yeah, thank you for having me. And... Um, I also have on the show a friend that I've known for um, many, many, many years. She's that person you look at and she's like the epitome of standard of, you know, she's very, you will get to know her. Fumila. <laughs> I said Fumila, really. Fumila, wow. welcome to the program. <laughs> hmm, thank you for having me. That's a really interesting introduction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, there is someone here as well that is, a, she has almost become like a co-host to this um, podcast. She's my regular <laughs> person. You guys know uh, Jumake. You're welcome back to Intentional Randomness. Thanks for having me again. <laughs> yeah, and I also have here on today's show, Eric. Eric is um, my brother from another mother. So if I didn't have William, maybe Eric would be my brother. We, we can talk and gist and I've known him for a long time. He will be joining us in a couple of minutes. So, yeah. Like I said, we are today going to be looking at some, I would say, myths or ideologies around um, relationships. And um, for me, this is like my, well, I say my love letter or my legacy to, to someone out there that is maybe like my younger sister or my younger brother that is looking um up to me this would be something that i would tell them in the in in the closet so today on this show we're going to have that discussion around this we're going to be looking at some ideologies some 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 beliefs out there that we believe you know really dissect and see if there are truths attached to these ideologies or if they're just um if they're just lies so the dictionary um describes or defines a myth as a widely held belief um, wildly held but false belief or idea. It can be a misconception. So in that sense, that's the, that's the idea that we have in our mind that there's some beliefs that we hold that may not necessarily be true. Yeah. And I would also just want to maybe put out a disclaimer that while this is not necessarily a church program or a spiritual or religious program per se, we are Christians. Everybody that is going to be on the show today is a Christian. So our standard is based on the Bible. Um, that is our moral code. That is the truth that we are weighing all these ideologies against um, at, the, at, the, at the end of the day. So just wanted to say that, that um, 
yeah, we are believers. So from that point of view, that's 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 our point of view, the Bible's point of view. Yeah. So now that I'm done with all of that, we just go right in and just dig in. So the other day I was having this conversation with Jumake and we were talking about um how a lot of times with young people, there's a lot of there's a lot of, you know, how do I put it? There's a lot of um sexual awareness out there in the society a, a lot of people are you know sexually active before even the teenagers and all of that and we're looking at the idea that a lot of times the people that are not sexually active especially in the church or that are christians that that are that are trying to be celibate or they're trying to keep themselves there's this idea that we sometimes hear that people say i'm keeping myself for my you know for my spouse so if it's a lady which it usually is there's this thing of i'm keeping myself for my husband i'm going to i'm keeping myself for my husband so i'm just going to throw it out there to you guys what do you think what do you think about that what what, what is what is is there something wrong with that statement is it uh, help me dissect it i've heard it so many times Maybe, maybe even as a young girl, maybe I said it once or twice. I'm keeping myself from my husband. What does that even mean? Okay, now you got silent in the house. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I don't mind going first. This is Jim. Okay, um, I, I, I would say I, I grew up with that. Um, would I say mentality or conception, or in a mm. way? Whereas, uh, whereby, like you said, we're Christians, and the way we've been, we, I mean, been exposed to the truth of the Bible is about um, making sure you keep yourself till you get married. And mm. keeping yourself means that not being involved with anyone sexually till mm. you get married. And now, so the best way to to say it for probably a lame person. Mm. Or probably when you're in a relationship with your boyfriend when you're younger, then is to say that I'm keeping myself for my future husband. So in a way, you've already set the standard, or you've already, how do I say it, uh, viewed a, 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 a boundary around yourself that mm. um, we can have a relationship, but we can't go further than that. Or mm. I can be friends with you, or, or I can't, I you know, I'm in a relationship, but when it comes to that aspect of being committed sexually i can't do that because i'm committing myself to my husband or uh-huh. i'm keeping myself to my husband uh-huh. now looking back uh-huh. i would say it's uh i would say um then we we understand a part of it uh-huh. but not understanding the full picture of it uh-huh. and i think for me then the culture of fear when you do it the shame uh-huh. the fear of getting pregnant Mm. Then if you're pregnant, you can't abort it. So mm. all the cascade of events that can happen mm. after, and also this issue of soul ties and all that, which we're mm. going to talk about a bit later. Mm. But the reality is that you're not actually keeping yourself for your husband. You're keeping yourself for God. You're keeping yourself for yourself. Yeah. And looking back now, having been through that journey, I think it helps you with your self-discipline as well. Mm. And being accountable. Mm. But I don't think then I realized how much it helped me until when I actually got married mm. years later or many, many years later. Mm. 
So I personally think it's a myth in code that you, even though it comes from a place of um, sincerity, faith-based, mm. but at times you really need to define it properly to understand it because the reality is your expectations at the hand might not be what you get. Mm. So, okay. And the object of your worship being a Christian is not about the husband or your spouse or your wife because you also have had friends who said they're keeping themselves for their wives. Yeah. But also remember the baseline is actually you're keeping yourself for God. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's about worship to God, not to anybody. So that's my take on that. Yeah, because the problem I think with saying I'm keeping myself for my husband is that then maybe you find this... Uh, this has happened to people that I know. Um, you find this young lady, maybe she's she's keeping herself, and then she finds this guy that, that she thinks, oh, yeah, this is the person I'm going to marry. And then all of a sudden, she stops being celibate or being a virgin, and then she lays it down at the altar, this is the person I'm going to marry. And then it turns out that relationship doesn't work. So uh, for me as well, I think saying I'm keeping myself with my husband is a little bit faulty the most important thing is that if you choose the part of of purity you're doing it for because of your worship to god like you mentioned like um um it's not about keeping yourself for one particular person that would come and maybe that you're going to tie the knot to it it's mostly about doing what you believe is right and doing what the bible says is right if if you're a believer that that would be my take on it as well I don't know if um, maybe the guys want to jump in there because we keep saying I'll keep, I'm keeping myself for my husband because most times it's ladies that are that are doing this. Of course, I know there are guys that are, that kept themselves um, um, until marriage. Um, so, what would you say about the I'm keeping myself for my partner or for my future spouse? Um, if I can jump in now. Even though I'm not yeah, go ahead for me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I thought you wanted a perspective from the guys. Um, from my own perspective, I think that keeping myself or my husband might be a bit cultural. Growing up, you know, hmm. the idea was that, um, you know, um, I'm from a, I'm, I'm Yoruba by, um, what do you call that now? Um, when you look at the Yoruba culture, they just believe when you get married and you go to your husband's house, you want to be able to say, oh, I kept myself as a virgin. And um, it was like a thing of pride. But mm. I do not think that is a good enough reason for you to hold on to mm. As Bobola mentioned mm. just a few minutes ago, um, there are people to just think, oh, I love this guy. And when you get married to him, he's my husband already. Or that's the way I see him. Mm. And then they go into premarital sex and it doesn't work out. People mm. try to, when people are interested in doing something, they try to rationalize it <laughs> and make it fit their mm. own narrative. Now, um, mm. that aside, keeping yourself as has been mentioned um, just since we started this um, podcast, is, is a means of worship to God. The way I see it is, mm. I was listening to a podcast recently where a friend said, God is not that authority figure sitting somewhere waiting to just flog you 
or say oh, you did something wrong i'm going to um you're going to be punished for it it's about having a personal mm. relationship with god now would you rather spend your time with god saying i'm sorry <laughs> but i did this and then let's start over or you spend your time mm. building an actual relationship with god where he is involved in every aspect of your life now mm. whatever kind of sin it is sexual um non-sexual any kind of sin using by the bible as a standard if you were mm. to go into any form of sin and you have the desire mm. to have a personal relationship with god you would always go back and mm. say i'm sorry and even in human terms if you had a friend that keeps doing something wrong and coming back and saying i'm sorry and you spend a, a major chunk of your time building from scratch again please how pause. far would you go <laughs> yes how far would you go mm. so i believe that for a person that wants to walk with god which has a lot of benefits that's another discussion on its own if you want to have that mm. relationship with god you want to know deep things you want god to be involved in every aspect of your life because a relationship with him is key you would have ideas on what mm. to do in your career marriage whatever it is that idea and that mm. knowledge that there's someone in this with me it is a big thing and for me yeah. that's the most important mm. thing if i want a relationship like that with god i don't want to spend time saying i'm sorry mm. i'm sorry every time you have to get to a level before someone yeah. will open up and share secrets with you so when you keep yourself mm. um when you do not engage in premarital sex it's it's a mm. it's a worship to god it's for you it's not for anyone mm. it should be about you and what you want from god mm. that's true that's true i don't know if um we and eric can yeah, hear me can now hear you. can you hear me yeah, yeah we can, can hear, hear you now cool. too uh, so um I, i i totally agree with what um you guys have said um it it should be something that is not focused on a human being because um maybe as we'll find out like for those who are already married or even those who have experienced issues in relationships like the moment you make someone the like object of something there's that huge expectation mm. that is placed on that thing and whenever there's a disappointment mm. the pain is usually so so deep right some people like are actually mm. not able to come out from this kind of things this is not a light thing like people have been there they got messed up because they decided mm. that okay this is the person now i trust this person the person took advantage of them and guess what like they got pregnant and it's a different story entirely many people they were not able to come out from it so i think um if if mm. you're making the decision it shouldn't be based on any human being because if because of a human being you are because again it depends on what you're expecting from that person right you expect that person to mm. replicate or reciprocate rather what you are giving to that person and then as a human being we are bound to disappoint mm. that is the truth whether in marriage or whether in um, relationship as a single person 
you will experience disappointment. You just need to learn exactly what to expect and not to over expect, right? So it's good to focus it on the mm. true object of your worship. If you are a Christian, if it is God, then you should be like Joseph. Mm. Like, I will not do this thing and sin against God. Mm. I have the fear of God in my heart. You know, those mm. things should motivate you to stay away, not just from sexual sin, but anything that you think would be mm. a hindrance to your worship. That is the way I see it. And like um, yeah. Fumi has said, you don't want to keep coming back. See, we know God's mercy is infinite. Again, for those who are Christians, um, it's infinite, right? You can keep asking. He said you should forgive mm. 70 times 7. A point will come where you actually be disappointed in yourself. You don't want to go back and ask for forgiveness. And then you might give up at that point. So you don't want mm. to also get to that point. So again, back to the focus of the question. It is actually a myth for a lady or a guy to say mm. i'm keeping myself for my spouse to be honest with you many of us have been there too we said mm. it you understand but as you move on you understood that hey it's not mm. for this person because when you get married some things might disappoint you that is the truth but again that's mm. life for you like mm. you have to move on and whatever you've like assumed in your head it is not the reality today then you know mm. that this thing you've entered to make it work as a child of god still. so mm. uh, my encouragement to those who are already um, thinking of getting married, yeah, who has this Single. ego, don't mm. make any human being, no matter how they appear to be like a god, a small god, right? No matter how they appear to be perfect, mm. nobody is perfect. Know exactly what you want and what you don't want, and then decide for yourself. Apply your 80 20 principle because the truth is, you can't get everything 100%. Yeah. Mm, that's true. Thank you for that. We. Yes. Okay. So, um, yeah. most likely we are we are unanimous mm. on this. But then I'd like to share this from my own personal experience. Mm. And um, so, while mm. I was growing up, my the meat of so I'm going to speak from the guy's perspective. Now. Yeah. Most mm. of us talked about the ladies being so. Initially, the reason why I decided to keep to not engage in sexual activity mm. before I got married wasn't because of either god okay maybe kind of mm. because of god but wasn't basically because of that personal i want to keep my mm. god or whatever it was basically because first of all because of the kind of home mm. i grew up in my dad being a pastor and there's this thing i had at the time that okay so that is that this is just mm. insane now that is spiritual until i saw that that if they will if, find out if i try this now, it in a dream he's probably going to call me He's probably going to call me and tell me this is what it is. So I'll give you a simple example. I remember at the time when I got into university, I think it was my 200 level kind of. So I, I wanted to have a girlfriend. Mm. Right, you know. So, you know, I was just, I was just about, you know, in my, in Nigeria, I'm like chiking the day. And then the next day, what, what I got, the, the, the message I got from my dad was like, like you're trying to do something that you've not been doing before. And I caught you doing it. So I think you are not comfortable. You shouldn't do it. So that confirmed my 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 my, my, my take on that. So then I knew, I knew it was and it's quite different for a guy because we sometimes the, the the mentality that we have is ladies should do that, then guys should just be um, should just prolete and there's no no consequence. You don't have to mm. count anything. No consequences. It's not even if you have had it and you say you have not had nobody will mm. and all this stuff. So it's always like that. You know? But then, before I now started thinking of the fact that, okay, this is actually hmm. for me and not because of anybody, was I was, when I got older and then I, 
I got closer to God and I started, I started thinking, okay, so let's even say this is what it is with my parents and all that. But then there's this other aspect too. Now you are not a kid anymore. Now you have you are responsible to mm. your own thoughts, to your Self. own um, mm. decisions. Do you think this is right for you? Do you think, why do you want to do this? Then I started changing that narrative of, okay, so let's even forget my dad. Okay, if my dad doesn't want it, I may do it as you better way with it. But then there is something about that relationship. You just, you just don't want that connection to break. You just don't want to go back and always, because even the guilt that mm. you might feel, because I know that sometimes even as a married man, when you do your marital obligations, that some, sometimes they, there's a level of distraction that comes with it and all that. I'm like, okay, so how do people that actually are not even right for this thing, how do they do it and they still get their head together and get things done and all that? So, I, so it's, it's, it's like that sometimes. Mm. So I believe it's a myth that, and the focus should never be on a person. Whatever you do, do it for yourself, mm. do it for God, who is your creator and what your own personal belief. Like you say, the, the disappoint you might be disappointed because what if you actually you are saying you want to keep it for your husband or you want to keep it for your for your wife and then you get married to somebody that ah. is not care about and cold, you understand? So 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 what what will happen? Mm. Do you understand? It doesn't mean that God is not going to be with you mm. in that relationship per se, mm. you understand? So so these are the issues that we, we it's actually a myth that shouldn't um, that it's a myth that is not that might not mm. be true because always about god and you and not because of the great others. that leads me to the next ideology or myth that i want to consider so there is this thing you know like the ladies that keep themselves and we used to have this if i keep myself then i will marry a very good husband it's like a reward a trophy well done good and faithful servant here is your good husband <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so there are so many things wrong with this one, actually, in my opinion. I don't know if you guys mind if I, if I just... Yeah, ah, yeah go ahead, go ahead. Just go ahead. First of all, um, the thing about marriage is, like, God has shown that it's your responsibility. Like, it's not his decision, unless in very rare cases, right? Maybe you have a special second, you have a special mm. ministry. We've seen one or two examples, which are the exceptions, right? But in most cases, it is your responsibility mm. because we know how everything started, even with the very first marriage that God tried to initiate himself. Eventually, God was blamed. Like, you're the mm. one that provided this person for me. That was Adam, right? You were the one That's that right. gave the woman that mm. you gave me. Mm. So we have seen that, like, for the most part, you are responsible for making your choice eventually. Now, there's a lot of teaching on those things. Mm. I know most of us who went through this process trying to know, is this the right person for me? Okay, I've been great. Or some people, like, um, um, I've really kept myself. I've been good, so I know that God has kept. See, the truth is that, yes, as a question of faith, I will tell you the truth. Like, for me personally, when I was in school, like, in university, like, I had a chance to go into a relationship mm. early, right? <coughs> but for the sake of the ministry, I had a yeah. senior um, colleague in fellowship who advised me then that, hey, Eric, this is what I believe, that you should focus on serving God now, and then you can think of those things later. Now, I did not just take his word like that because he said it. No, I had my own like confirmation too. And again, based on what I've studied that, okay, seriously, what do I need this relationship for right now? It's not going to add anything to me. Rather, it will take a lot for me because I have to commit time, energy, resources here and there and right now i want to focus on serving you understand so i left it and then i told mm. god that hey mm. because i'm leaving this person that i think that this is the best person for me 
you're going to give me the best. And I thank God that, in my own humble opinion, that he gave me. Now, how did that happen? It's not God again that made the decision for me. Let me come back now, since I've gone forward a little bit. Like, mm. it, it was up to <laughs> me, you understand? I've, like, in the course of before I got married, yeah. it was not just one person that I approached during the process. In all of these times, as a child of God, someone mm. who believes that God's opinion matters a lot in my life, right? I always go there and get confirmation yeah. that, hey, like, is this okay? Do you think I should go? Just the way David would do, right? Before he goes for battle and those kind of things. Because marriage, again, you find a lot of things in it. So I will go and ask, like, is this it? Mm. Many of the times, I won't get anything. I'm like, okay, I'll still go. No problem. I'll still go. But please, just make this thing not work out for me. You know, those kind of fleecing things. Don't Just make sure it doesn't work. Thank, thank God that I didn't get fleeced, <laughs> right? Like, eventually, those things did not work out. But when it came to making the right decision, I was very convinced about it. I knew it was my decision because I did a lot of, apart from the spiritual mm. part, I also did a lot of, like, personal compatibility things, checking a lot of things, you know, and of course, you still have to go through the church process of doing mm. a lot of medicals and stuff just to make sure that everything will be fine. That is the church for you, right? But ultimately, mm. it was yeah. my decision on who I would get. It was not a reward. Now, coming back mm. to the same question, I've met a lot of people who erroneously, because they've been faithful, they've served, and maybe the first person that just came mm. to them or whoever, they can just, out of naivety, right? So a lot of this has to do with naivety, right? Not judging people's character, mm. not trying to 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 look mm. for red signs, you understand, like red flags. Your friends can even point those yeah. out for you, your relatives, mm. ignoring all the warning signs and just like jump in because mm. it is my reward because this person actually meets the physical um, features that I actually wrote down in my journal, in my prayer book or, or something. You understand? <laughs> and then at the end of the day, uh, they get mm. heartbroken and then they start <laughs> blaming God that I've served faithfully and stuff like that. But hey, can you go back and tell us exactly when God told you and said, um, whoever the name is now, Lola, this is your husband or um, Harry, this is your wife. No, he never did it. So it was your responsibility. Mm. So um, I think it's very important for mm. young people to know this, that when it comes to marriage, God, like, he can allow you as long as you marry a Christian, someone who is in the church, to make your decision, but you still have to leave it whatever decision that you make. And yes, if you serve God faithfully, he will guide mm. your step, but he's not going to pick a wife for you. He's not going to pick a husband for you, but he can mm. guide your steps if you trust him to guide your steps. That's what I can say. Thank you. Wow, you use a lot of um, yeah, Christianese. Please, I'm so sorry about I was that. Hearing... Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's very good, but I'm like, oh my God, we need to have a dictionary explain fleecing. What does that mean? But we'll have that another day. I'm sure people get what you mean. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Um, yeah. So I'm listening. You, you, you people. I'm really listening today. Okay. So my 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 take on mm. this is. Um, if I keep myself, I'll get a good husband. Not true, sorry. So, um, this is how I see it. Most of the time, what we actually seek is that validation to be able to say the, the confidence you have when you you think you've ticked all the boxes mm. that you think you, all the, all the boxes of your belief or your faith. Mm. So that's what I think is the major thing. So, for example, you 
for example, keep yourself, and then you get married, and things don't go, didn't go the way you expected to go. I think there's a there's a there's a place of um, there's a place of um, confidence that you have to to really. I'm sorry, it's, it's, it's going to be quite churchy if I could use that word because that yeah, is the that, basis by which we are drawing these conclusions yeah. in a way. The the, the 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 thing is when you think you've done not you've done what you need to do the minimum possible as a mm. human it gives you that confidence to approach God to say okay God you told me that I did this while I was here not because I didn't I didn't have the temptation but because I I uh-huh. trusted you and I and because I honored I honored you while I was uh-huh. coming up this is the challenge I face Father help me you know there's a, there is, it's different from when you are not even sure you're you are thinking or oh, is it because i did this is it, is it that because is it because i did something some five years ago is that why i'm having this issue so even if there are issues that validation is what's what is key at that moment you can boldly now come to, to that place and say okay this is the issue i have help me to, to to get this done so i think from that point of view with that point of view it makes it easy to, to just know that really having is like like eric said you are going to have to make the of course you can be in the folk, you can be in the place where, like I said, there's no one single man for every woman, and there's no one single man for every mm. man. It all depends on where you you probably pick a partner where you live or where you mm. reside. That's how it mm. is majorly. And doesn't mean that if you don't reside where you where you reside, you won't get a wife or you won't get mm. a husband. So that is how it is. For me, that's why I think I think the reason why you, you, you keep yourself is not because you get a husband, it's just because so that at least if there are challenges which are which there will be. You can have that confidence to approach. Uh huh. So you you are talking from the sense of like if you end up in in marriage and there are issues, if you've kept yourself, you kind of like have a. It's like you feel like you have a reason, or you, you have more confidence to go to God and then ask God confidence. to 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 help you in your in exactly. your issues. Okay, yeah, that, I, I I can exactly. I can imagine that that might be true, but not necessarily. Um, back to the back to the the ideology of this um, myth, or maybe it's not a myth. We are going to get there. The fact that a lot of times, the only preparation that we find that some ladies make in choosing a husband is in keeping themselves, especially from where we come from. So take for example, growing up in Nigeria in a small town, very churchy, very cultural, traditional, and religious. The only thing that a lot of people would do, even in church sometimes, is that I'm keeping myself. And they think that that is the only, re- that that's the only preparation they need to make. I think for me, marriage is so complicated and complex that the, the sexual purity or sexual part of it is, is just one part. There's so many things that can make up a good husband. So if you only keep yourself and you don't look out, like Eric was saying, for the red flags, you might end up with with a bad product and it will not be because god didn't love you or because um and you can find somebody that maybe was very sexually active and they'll end up with a good person if they know what to look for in a in a husband before they chose so in that sense i think that is maybe where the myth is that we sometimes believe that the reward is like you keep yourself at the virgin then you get a good husband as a reward but not necessarily so because you have to you have to look. You have to look for the right thing. I think we'll get there later as well. Like this choosing. So for me, maybe that's for me is what is wrong with this um, ideology that um, it can go wrong even if you keep yourself. Like we're saying, keeping yourself is not for the husband; it's for God. So your worship might still be very okay with God, but if you're not careful, if you don't choose rightly, you can still end up with with um, with maybe not a good husband, even though you've done 
older you can sexually in terms of keeping yourself okay can i can i say something this is from okay yes All please right. go ahead so with that statement coming from a a, a lady's perspective uh, uh, I mean, uh with what june um sorry with what for me said earlier on and um where she mm. said culturally i think from yoruba culture mm. and i think some of us would have heard some of our parents have said this before for ladies to say that ah uh, you better be careful if you want to end up in a good home or in a good you want to end mm. up with a good man <coughs> and and yeah. i think this is a misconception whereby where the responsibility of a good marriage lies on the woman only not understanding that marriage takes mm. two people so yeah, two to i think culturally this has been said a lot of times in terms of keeping yourself mm. which if you, if you if i think there was a time i can't remember if for me remember remember this i think were you the one that gave me there was this novel about the yoruba culture um about a lady that was wasn't a virgin when she got married on the uh, wedding night it's a typical village life mo- novel mm. and they took her to her husband's house and uh, after the whole thing there was no blood on the white cloth <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember who gave me the novel but i know i read it i know i read it in my when i was in secondary it could, school it could have been for me because she was the, <laughs> she was she the was librarian she had the book and it took past one of the yoruba novels you read it's cool but but that's how but it was, was culturally was so most of the time at times for us that yeah. we grew up in nigeria and in areas where it's very cultural slash religious at times we mix the two up so we don't even understand which one is which anymore because we we think okay mm. this is what the because my parents said it and they know they're christians and they're very traditional they must be what the bible says mm. but the reality of mm. the matter is it's not like that because also also remember that mm. even talking from the background of uh us being a christian is some people have got past as well some people have you know they've had their past but the bible says that when they come and when they give their life to christ all things mm. have become new they're a new creature so are you now yeah, saying they mm. don't qualify to get good husbands as well so it, it's understanding mm. that so my question to that is i'm sorry girlfriend no that's not how it works <laughs> marriage it's not mm. a reward it's actually responsibility and i know me i come from a mm. very different school of thought it's not by force to get married do it's not by force at all don't even stress yourself don't make it your epitome of achievement if you have all what you want to live for mm. is to get married you've missed mm. it completely mm. completely mm. and it's about how we as girls have been brought up in t- terms of you know you can achieve as much as you can achieve but until you're married that's when you can okay that, 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 that that's when you're not recognized as a woman but that's not it mm. so being a virgin whether you're a virgin or not that doesn't qualify that doesn't that is not the basis for a good marriage because the reality is like Bobola said we are also most of the time people are so prepared about keeping themselves that you don't build your character you yourself you want a good husband are you a good wife you want the good but you don't want to prepare mm. yourself to to match up because there's no point i always mm. say this when a bad egg is mixed with a good egg the the, the result is to also be a bad egg you can't you can't there's no way you could differentiate it so i think it's a bad, it, it's a very mm. wrong myth that it doesn't it has nothing to do with 
being in a good marriage at all having mm. a good husband um, yeah i think for any young person that is listening it's more if you are that person that is keeping yourself which i advocate um it's a life that that i think um is the best life to live the best thing for you is to also be aware of what makes a good home a good marriage so that you don't you don't like lose on the other end so if you prepare you prepare yourself in terms of keeping yourself you also prepare your own character and look out watch out for those red flags so that you you get a full package at the end of the day uh, that would be my um my advice to your okay. person. <laughs> um just to butcher everything everyone else said i agree totally um someone mentioned that marriage takes two people to answer that question that if i keep myself mm. as a virgin then i will will i marry a good husband the answer for me is no totally mm. like you know i do not even see a correlation mm. between those two things it might be it might be the cultural thing that we talked about earlier that you will uh, weigh with yourself it is not mm, a reward mm. um little mm. so many tips and um insights have been dropped since we started this and someone mentioned that um mm. you have to look out for all things apart from sexual purity you have to look at things mm. like incompatible character wise mm. and all that so mm. uh, marriage is an intentional thing it's a conscious decision that you make mm. daily and if it takes two people that means mm. that it's not just about you keeping yourself the other person should also be quite intentional about being a good person so just in short because this is going outside mm. <laughs> the um this topic this question the thing yeah. is no I do not see any relationship between you keeping yourself um, as a virgin and marrying a good husband. Good. Thank you. So now as you're talking, as all of you are talking, I'm getting there's another ideology out there. There's another myth out there that I think I would really love us to address. And because I I hear it all the time, people use it as arguments. I've 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 heard it said to me before. When before I got married, I was there was a an acquaintance i won't say a friend i i think i was making her hair and she was telling me also oh, you're getting married and you are here and it's there so if you don't try it how would you know you know and i was like what so there is this other myth of like ah what are you people talking about you don't want to test the product before you go and get it I'm sure you have enjoyed listening to this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram on our handle Intentional Randomness and feel free to contact us on intentionalrandomnessfeedback at gmail.com. Until next time, be intentional.